Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. We're talking sports and finance this week here on the Art of Money podcast here with Art and Coach Julie joining us in studio this week. I'm Jennifer Perry. And remember, if you have any questions for us that you'd like us to address here on the podcast, you can always reach out to us on our website at artofmoneyradio.com. You guys are getting some time in on the bike and uh, doing a little bit of traveling on the bikes. And so... I'm proud of you guys for finding ways to stay sane <laughs> during all well, of the, the craziness. the one thing that was very appealing about Sturgis for us this year is you're on a motorcycle by yourself. Yes. And you're riding eight to 10 hours a day in the middle of the most beautiful country out there. I mean, yeah. we well, got... you don't see other people at all. So that's major social distancing. Right. And you don't have to go in the major zoo areas if you don't want to. So, yeah. you know, you can do what you want to do, how you want to do it. And we were able to have an absolutely wonderful time. Wow. Glad you got it to, uh, some time away, guys. And it is like the perfect social distancing activity right now. <laughs> I'm Definitely. wondering, you know, during these last several months, guys, I, I do know that I've heard things like RV sales are up. I'm wondering if motorcycle sales are up too, because that seems like something that maybe more people would want to do right now? I don't know, to be honest with you, because right now the funny thing at the Harley stores is Harley quit producing bikes this year. Huh. So one of the things is there's, the because of the COVID, the, the factory shut down. So Harley, because of sales initially were down. So I don't think the motorcycle sales were up. It could be, I don't know, because I've bought a couple through this pandemic. Yeah. But um, it doesn't mean that on the rank and file, you know, that's the way it is. But uh, there's a lot of really cool bikes that have been drifting in. I wasn't even in the market that I had to just kind of take a look Jump at on. because mm-hmm, <laughs> they just don't show up like that. So yeah. I think the pandemic has brought some of the really cool bikes out of the closet that uh, normally don't get sold. All right. So might check out the resale market if you're in the mood to uh, take a little bike ride. But uh, that's the thing here on The Art of Money, guys. We encourage people to live out their dreams and uh, to focus on the things that make them happy in retirement, whether that's jumping on the motorcycle, taking that RV trip, anything that you can do right now to stay sane, we certainly encourage. And if you have questions for us about how to build that into your retirement strategy, share your wish list with us and let's start that conversation online at artofmoneyradio.com. Sports-wise right now, guys, it's nice to have everything kind of back and uh, looking forward to football season, of course. But right now we're focused on the NBA, of course, because it's kind of right in our backyards in Orlando and uh, in the um, bubble, in the bubble, in the <laughs> bubble. I think Coach Julie and I are still on the same page in terms of, you know, the atmosphere at those games is, is just it's weird kind of to stale. me watching on TV. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, Very sterile. I, I think like they need a crowd, but <laughs> at least uh, again, we have sports. And uh, actually, guys, before the pandemic began, Art had a chance to catch up with a legendary figure in the NBA. Now, Coach Julie, I know you remember this guy because uh, Spud Webb, I mean, he was one of the yes. shortest players who made a dramatic difference for the teams that he played on. Definitely. He went flying through the air like nobody I've ever seen. Yes. And uh, <laughs> it was fun to watch. And uh, Art noted that in his interview with the NBA legend. Let's hear from him and how he's enjoying his retirement years, too. Mm-hmm. Well, Spud, mm-hmm. Art McPherson, thank you for being on the show, mm-hmm. Art of Money Radio. Thanks for um, having me. Absolutely. It was always fun to watch you play because mm-hmm. you are a normal-sized person. <laughs> You're not a basketball-sized person. Right. <laughs> but you played way above the rim. Mm-hmm. How in the world did you do that? I mean, at your height under six feet, mm-hmm. you when you dunk the ball are four and a half feet off the ground at most. Yeah. I mean, at least. So 
How did you learn how to do that? You just had, well, you practiced it. What'd you do? I think it's just a gift. Uh, God gave me a gift to jump, so I just try to work hard at going out and uh, practicing, uh, you know, like working out and things like that. And when I grew up in a neighborhood where you didn't have a lot of uh, weights and lift weights and things like that, so we done a lot of uh, jogging and uh, uh, running bleachers and things like that to uh-huh. keep in shape. So uh, I guess it just built up as we play. Now guys, uh, kids, sit at home and play video games. We right. walk to the gym. Uh, we walk to the next gym until we play all day. So I think it just built up from that. But uh, you have to work at it. I mean, I tried to uh, keep it. Uh, I played 12 years in the NBA. Yes, so you, you definitely have to, you know, what you eat and, and how you work out and in, in, in your profession that you want to be better at. So when I've heard that you were kind of a last-minute shoe-in for the dunk contest that year, mm-hmm. going against mm-hmm. a teammate in that, mm-hmm. did you ever think you were going to beat him? No, because <laughs> he's the best dunker I've ever seen in my life. But, yeah, uh, yeah I was last-minute. But I wouldn't have got in if I knew I couldn't do the repertoire dunks I could do. I've been doing them since I was, like, 17 uh, years old, and we used to just, you know, do all kind of crazy dunks. We didn't have YouTube to look on, but, right. you know, just try crazy stuff. But. Dominique was uh, my best friend, teammate. I mean, the whole work says over his house uh, all the time, his family cooking and things like that. But uh, like I said, uh, we used to sit in film, supposed to be watching the other team, but we ended up watching <laughs> Dominique uh, uh, just do dunks that just we dream about. Yeah. He do them on the court, and, uh, you know, he do them on people in traffic. And we try to do it by ourselves in the gym and can't do it. <laughs> right, and he did it in the game. Exactly. Yeah. You also were famous for dunking over Manute Pohl? Well, uh, in games, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, you know, me and Manute were pretty good friends coming along. But I always tried to dunk on him because all my friends, you know, you want to But get he in was seven foot seven. Seven, seven. And yeah. you dunked on him. Well, there's a couple of them that I tried to dunk <laughs> on. Also, if, if I let Manute, if I would have let Manute block my shot, he would have let me hear the, <laughs> I mean, just anytime I see him, he'd be like, I block your shot. <laughs> yes. Well, what we do in our business is financial services, financial planning, and mm-hmm. one of the things that we try to do is help people have a long career. Kind of, mm-hmm. you had a pretty long career in the NBA, mm-hmm. but a long retirement career. You know, so we're trying to develop our clients' portfolios so they last through whatever comes. Yeah. You know, the ebbs and flows of the mm-hmm. financial markets. You have what we call the curveballs of life that happen, and. How did you stay focused, I'll put it this way, in training for an MBA as a professional? How did you stay focused and not let the distractions kind of sidewind you mm-hmm. off that? I guess I wasn't one of those guys that were sought after, uh, as you know, he's, you know he's going to be an NBA player. So, And my dad was in business, so I know that uh, you, know, you have that in your mind, the way things are supposed to be. And uh, once I became a professional athlete, you know, you're getting your first round of uh, money. Back then, we didn't we didn't make a lot of money, but uh, you know, you had to save for this and save for that, and and look for this that. I mean, it's it just the people you're around. If you're sure. around good people, that's trying to help you. And if you you, I mean, you probably can tell them a mile away now that they're only coming around for certain things. Right. You can see if they're just interested in you for something that they can receive. Or they really than... believe in you and care for you for your uh, after basketball career. Right. So mm-hmm. basically. You tried to put yourself in a position to be around people that were quality people that cared more about you than just what you could give them. Yeah, and they were doing business. My agent, sure. was a, they were from Dallas area, and I was from there. So we got investments in a lot of uh, different things when I, sure. uh, when I, was, when I played and living there. So, uh, 
I just got lucky that some of the, you know, his uh, clients didn't live there, and I always wondered why I didn't want to play anymore because I was, you know, doing other things. So you say a lot. Of diver- so you had a pretty diversified portfolio. Uh-huh. Didn't put all your money in one spot. No, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's what we always preach. Yeah, I mean, if you you, you can't do that, I, I mean, you just can't do that. From what I'm learning. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, one of the things that we try to do, we kind of, I would put it this way, we're almost like a coach for financial services. Mm-hmm. You know, you've you've done a lot of, you know, in the career, we've heard a lot of guys talk about how much the coach meant to them. You mm-hmm. know, how much having that advice, and when the coach cared more about you, not necessarily about the game or the win per se, but about you as a person. And uh, we try to do that for our clients too. So, you know, we're helping them with their retirement. We're helping Mm -hmm. them with their retirement spending. We also care about them. We care about their families. We care about what's happening to them in life. So for me to just kind of translate basketball versus a financial services industry, it's really developing a great relationship with somebody you feel like Mm -hmm. has your best interest. Absolutely. And then every athlete in the world need it. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I've always heard that, it, you know, if people think you care about the money, they're not going to care. But if they think that you care about them, then they'll care. Absolutely. Yeah, I have to feel comfortable. I tell guys always come to us on our games, like, how can I be an agent? How can I be this? I say, well, you have to get with these guys and let them feel comfortable with you and showing that you really care about them being successful when they finish playing and uh, getting them involved with more charities and, and helping other people. Well, Spud, it's been awesome having you on the program. You're one of my heroes from watching basketball back in the days. So Thanks. Thank you. I appreciate right. it. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right. Spud Webb, lessons on basketball and finance here on The Art of Money. And uh, just five, six guys. It's hard to believe that he was dunking over people like Manu Bowl, who was, <laughs> what did he say, seven, seven? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think he could run under their legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was he looking at a couple did. pictures of while he was talking. And it was funny because she was looking at a picture of him playing on the court with magic. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. But how small he was when he was dribbling around compared to everybody else. He was just <laughs> so small. Oh, but powerful, guys. And uh, he had such a successful career, I believe, spanned 13 seasons. I mean, so for a guy who, you know, quite frankly, you'd look at him on the streets and probably say the odds are against you, dude, in the NBA, he made it. <laughs> work and i think there's something to be said for that and i love his insight too on financial lessons i think a, a lot of the athletes out there that uh, we've talked to a lot have done the right things in terms of their finances but we hear so many stories about people who've done things the wrong way and he made a good point there you know it's all about good coaching it sounds like yes he did that's one of the things that we try to do on a regular basis yeah. and it, he was really cool about just being open about you know how the game translated to his life a little bit and being able to kind of relate back to financial plan. Then he was a little bit personal there and said, yeah, well, we all need that. You know, everybody in the NBA needs that. So it was kind of fun being able to kind of mingle with him and talk about how financial services in our business related to coaching and basketball. And he was really open about that. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not 
a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A174725. Today's show has been a work of art. 